0: in progress.
1: Good evening. Welcome to the July Fourteenth, two thousand twenty-two Alameda Recreation and Park Commission meeting. We have roll call, please.
2: Uh, yes, Commissioner Navarro. Here. Commissioner Jones. Here. Vice Chair Robbins. Here. And Chair Alexander.
1: Here. Okay. Our first item on the agenda tonight is to approve the minutes of the May sixteenth, twenty twenty-two Recreation and Park Commission meeting.
3: I motion to approve the minutes.
1: Have a second. Have a vote. I second. Have a vote, vote, please.
2: Uh, Yes, Uh, Commissioner Navarro. Yes, Commissioner Jones. Yes, Vice Chair Robbins. Yes. And Chair Alexander.
1: Yes. So the minutes are approved. Next item on the agenda, do we have any written or oral communication on a topic that is not on our agenda tonight?
2: Uh, I do not. Um, if And if anyone in the uh, audience, if you'd like to speak on anything not on the agenda, please raise your virtual hand. And we have no speakers.
1: All right. Next item is the uh, director's report from Director Woolridge.
2: Great. Um, okay, so for we've got a lot going on, so bear with me. Um, for under Recreation Rec- mm-hmm. Services Division, uh, we've opened registration for the fall adult softball season. It's starting a little early this year at the end of July, so that we can end in October instead of pushing up against. Um, uh the the thanksgiving holiday which is what often happens um day camp is finishing its last week of hidden cove and we will transition to the older youth and trails end starting next week uh, it's our 69th year so next year will be big at our 70th year um, it's full of excitement energy and new this year is a two-week experience in the oakland hills with a two-night camp out overnight camp out um, our wow has five sites they've been full most of the summer and we have themes like uh, tons of themes each week and activities next week is disney followed by space week Um, so feel free to drop by it's a lot of fun and our teen adventure camp uh, is in its fourth week and the group has just uh, actually got back from a two-night camping trip at portola redwood state park and they're going on a ton of field trips this year uh, including great america santa cruz beach boardwalk hurricane harbor rock and jump and boomers Uh, We also have a a thriving teen volunteer program um, of teens that are out volunteering in our camps. We have 117 uh, three-hour volunteer shifts being worked by teen volunteers uh, in our WOW program. And that's a total of 351 hours. And they're doing a great job. It's a great um, job experience for them. And they really help our program. and, And they learn their important job skills and work ethic. Um, We have a lot of new camps this year, a ton of new camps that we're offering, and they're going really, really well. Um, An example is our STEM camp. Um, They're enjoying the force this week with a Star Wars theme, and all the activities are centered around learning, uh, science, and math. And also, we are hiring at this time for the school year program. So we're deep in the middle of summer camp and also planning for our school year. Uh, Mastic Senior Center Division, um, on June, Tuesday, June 7th, from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., St. Barnabas, Barnabas Catholic Church in Alameda distributed free non-perishable food to all Mastic Senior Center visitors, uh, is an assortment of items distributed, and 35 people came, and we'll be doing another one collaborating with them on July 19th, so we appreciate that. Uh, we had a free presentation on eye health uh, with uh, local optometrists, ophthalmologists, Uh, Dr. Liu from Alameda Eye Center on June 10th, and the Mastic Organic Garden had its first harvest of the month on June 13th, with a variety of fresh herbs and fruits that were distributed to Mastic community members. Um, 145 bags were harvested by Michi and her crew of volunteers. Uh, It happens twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays, and people really appreciate the fresh uh, herbs and fruits. Uh, we also debuted protecting older adults from telephone scams this month. Uh, and we are doing mastic trips again, which we're very excited about. The seniors are incredibly excited and, and they are doing uh, going to the Contemporary Jewish Museum in San Francisco on, uh, ju- actually they went today. Um, and uh, let's see, what else? We also, um, you, may, you, you may recall from our paratransit, uh, program, we talked about hop on the bus with us. And so uh, coming up on Tuesday, July 26th, they're going, taking a group of seniors to the farmer's market and, and teaching folks how to use public transportation and how to navigate that. And our park maintenance division, uh, the Woodstock Recreation Center windows have been replaced and the exterior has been t- painted. That was done through um, CDBG uh, grants and uh, which are federal funds. The next project at Woodstock Park coming up is to paint the interior and exterior of the restroom. Uh, In addition, uh, due to the extended drought, uh, the ARPD office, the lawn in front, is being converted to drought tolerant landscape. We're actually doing that project in-house, and that's starting next week. Um, The Little John Recreation Center, you may recall, was burned by arson. And that rebuild project is now out to bid for construction. And the uh, completion date is estimated to be uh, February 2023. Um, I'm very happy to announce that we received a a $2.5 million grant uh, to complete phase two of Estuary Park. we just learned that late last week. Um, It's going to be matched by $2.5 million of development impact fees. Um, the grant is from the Land and Water Conservation Fund, which is federal funding administered by the California Department of Parks and Rec. Um, it's a four-acre f- park. It'll a project. It'll finish this eight-acre park, which is located um, out by Admirals Cove and 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 the Coast Guard housing uh, off Mosley Road. And um, I'm really excited because you may recall the first phase includes a um, that we already built includes a uh, baseball and soft, uh, baseball and soccer field that was specifically in de- designed for children and adults with um, physical and developmental disabilities. So we built upon that and, and expanded amenities for these populations. And the second phase, it's both a neighborhood park for all of the new residents coming in, including all of the affordable housing that will be coming in across the street. Um, and it will have a fully inclusive playground. It will have uh, four pickleball courts, it will have um, a half court basketball as well as bank shot, um, which is a unique basketball hoop system designed for all ages and people. It's specifically designed for people with disabilities. Um, it's pretty cool. They, I encourage you to look it up online. They, um, You shoot with a basketball, but instead of being a competitive between people, you're really challenging yourself and Kind of banking the basketball off different things, and, and it's very unique and fun, and, and different challenging configurations. Um, it will also include a new parking lot, restrooms, picnic area, open grass turf play area, um, and a small large large dog park that will replace the what was supposed to be a temporary dog park on Main Street. Um, so, and just to manage expectations, because these are federal funds, it takes quite a while to work through the final paperwork and the grant agreement with the National Park Service. And so um, the schedule that they have given all of the the grantees is that the the, um, start of the grant will be um, fall 2023, and then it's a three-year grant. So we'll be um, refining the design and construction documents and getting the permits prior to that, and then we'll start construction in the Fall, winter 2023. So you can expect that um, park to open in fall 2024 or so. Um, so that's very exciting. And upcoming community events uh, we have the 4th of July Parade Award Ceremony on July 21st at 6:30 p.m. at Sweeney Park, if anyone would like to join. Uh, we also have Starlight Movies in the Park July 22nd at Alameda Point Multipurpose Field showing Seoul. Um, The pre-show festivities start at 6.30 and the movie starts around 8.30, 8.45. Um, New this year, we're doing a dive in movie on July 30th, starting at 6.30. We're showing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. And so that's crafts playing the pool. And so you get to watch the movie from your own pool float. So we ask people bring their own pool floats. You can hang out outside the pool or you can hang out inside the pool and watch the movie. Um, we also have our 68th annual Swim Championships, uh, July 29th to 31st at Ensenal Swim Center. Um, and a quick update on the 400,000 that we, you uh, approved a project list. We've completed resurfacing of the Lincoln Park Pickleball courts. Um, tomorrow we are in one day getting the Cruzy Park Tennis Court lighting, LED lighting upgrade completed. And then we're starting design work for shade structures, such as one at Sweeney Park Sand Area. Um, and our goal is to actually develop a standard that can be easily permitted and adapted to different park areas. Um, and then late in, soon in the next month-ish, we will be starting resurfacing of um, other tennis courts. Um, <clears throat> some things to expect at City Council. Um, uh, coming this fall, I'll be bringing to city council in September, October, a proposal for funding and location for a new city aquatic center. Um, in addition, I, uh, following direction from the city manager, um, I'll be coordinating a city council special meeting in the fall with local indigenous tribes and inviting all local Ohlone tribes to participate. Um, it's anticipated that each will do a brief presentation with questions and discussion with city council. Um, and staff will propose, uh, I'll be proposing general concepts on where the city either already is coordinating um, with local tribes and other ways the city could support and collaborate with indigenous people as part of the d- discussion. Um, so the overall concept of that is education to build a shared understanding and, and potentially move towards various collaborations. Uh, lastly, I'm working along with Public Works And uh, on a project led by the sustainability manager, uh, we're participating in the selection of a consultant to develop the urban forest plan. And so we plan to bring a contract for a consultant team to develop the urban forest plan. That will go to city council this fall. Um, And uh, I anticipate that you as the recreation and parks commission will be involved in that at some point. Um, Because the plan includes significant community input process with a really broad outreach efforts. And so this is for our entire urban forest, our street trees, um, our park trees, as well as uh, private trees and and how we can overall um, increase our urban forest canopy. Uh, So that concludes my report.
1: Thank you, Director Rural. As usual, you have been busy with your staff. Um, Usually I let everybody else ask questions first, but I would like to make a comment. I would like to thank wholeheartedly everyone on your staff for the wonderful Fourth of July Parade. I know you put a lot of work into that. I know Pat Russi and Christina Bailey did a lot of work and everyone else had their own part. Um, I have one quick question about that, if it's all right. I know that ARPD was given the Fourth of July Parade from the city and that we were given funds in order to pay for all the cost of the parade. I'd like to know if um, we had to spend any extra money on the parade and if the city is going to reimburse us.
2: So uh, we we've not finalized our what our actual budget is of, of what was spent, but um, but we did not overspend our budget. Um, so as you mentioned we were given a budget from the city. Um, those funds come from the general fund the recreation park is a recreation parks department is also in a general fund. So, if any given year uh, we have to spend more than our budget for, for the July 4th parade, um, we would either, we most likely would go back to, to city council. Um, for example, um, it turned out that the, um, the contract for security for uh, all of the traffic security that, that is, uh, was secured by the Alameda Police Department cost more than we had anticipated. So, we went back at um, the mid year budget adjustment and we were able to do an adjustment to get additional funds so that we had enough funds for that.
1: Great, thank you very much. Anyone else have any questions? Commissioner Navarro.
4: Hi, I just have a quick question about um, your last, we are talking about upcoming items and how you're going to city council in September, October to talk about the aquatic center. Mm -hmm. Is that different from the aquatic center that we've discussed or is this, I guess, is this a new site? Yeah,
2: so I I most likely will be bringing it to you first in September. We don't have a meeting in August, um, so we'll talk further about that and what some of the concepts are. Um, but this is in March. I brought to City Council um, some high level concepts of a city aquatic center, all the different aquatics things going on, also the um, Emma Hood Center that was about to be uh, closed, which is at Alameda High School, and to see how they wanted to allocate funds. So they did at the end of this last fiscal year allocate seven and a half million, which is 50% of the anticipated cost of Emma hood. Um, But they also at the time had interest in um, City Aquatic Center. So I've been exploring that both funding and location and I'll bring more information back to you. Uh, Okay, thank you. Thank you.
1: Commissioner Jones, do you have a question?
5: I do, Well, I have a comment. Um, Great job on the 4th of July parade. I would love to see ARPD have a float in the parade. Um, I I mean, I know how I know it's a lot of work. I've, you know, been on both sides of the parade, but I would since ARPD is the new parents, if you will, I'd like to see some kind of representation for for slash from ARPD. Great. I will thank
2: you for that. I will say the second to last was an ARPD van and we had it decked out and also had all the the parade sponsors uh, on that van. So we we did have representation. Um, We thought about trying to do more, but especially with our first parade and um, we we had uh, over 20 full-time staff there uh, working the parade. And so uh, we, we put a lot of resources into just managing the parade, definitely.
5: Thanks for that
1: thank you mr robbins
3: vice chair robbins um a couple different questions so the four pickleball courts for estuary park um we've we have been for the last like six to eight months talking about potential places for pickleball courts and this was it's never been brought up before that estuary park would have four um i'm just wondering when, when did that all Come to fruition.
2: I thought we had talked about it when we talked about different options because I mentioned that my staff had really started looking at that as a potential option because it's set back enough away from uh, residential that it doesn't have the impact on residential that other locations have.
3: You're right. You're right.
2: So, given that, I um, included it in the grant application in February.
3: So awesome job for getting that in. So thank you. Fantastic. And you, you, we had mentioned that before, um, the tennis courts, you said that there's other ones that are going to be resurfaced. Mm -hmm. Uh, does that include Washington park?
2: Yes. So we started with the pickleball courts and then we're, we're in the middle of getting quotes for the, um, tennis courts and we'll be doing, uh, Franklin, Cruzy, and Washington park, and also doing the, the LED lights at Washington. Uh, we've finished the LED lights, you know, tomorrow at Cruzy. We already did Lidecker and then Washington is next. We did Cruzy and Lidecker first because those actually had either light poles failing or light fixtures failing. So we wanted to address those first because the Washington Park, Park lights are actually working.
3: Okay. Um, well, that's awesome that you're, you've got the funding. For the resurfacing of the parks of the courts, that's phenomenal. Um, have how has the online reservation system been? Has it been rolled out? I, I and and how is it working? What's your feedback
2: for tennis courts specifically? For tennis courts, yeah. Um, so you all may recall for. Um, this year is the first year we've started, we included tennis and pickleball courts in um, our athletic allocation policy. So it's been a lot of work just getting the tennis users on a lot of meetings and a lot of online conversations to get them on board with following the system to reserve, you know, a month in advance and and to really get them on board and following the procedures. So our energy has really been going to that. And what's interesting is, is, is We've had a lot of conversations with them also about the online reservation system. And we haven't, we can talk about this as an agenda item, but we haven't been able to figure out how to make it work um, when people are reserving a month in advance and then trying to figure out how to fit in what's available with online reservations for individuals. So we need to do more work talking to other cities to see how they manage it. Um, the tennis community is concerned about rolling out online reservations um, and so there's there's mm-hmm. more conversation to be had or at least when I say the tennis community the folks who have USTA games and uh, matches is are the folks that we're talking to
5: okay so <clears throat> it's That's, a
2: broader conversation to have yeah
3: yeah that that is a broader conversation because I I mean um, I know Oakland San Francisco they have the online reservation systems, and it works pretty well, and they actually don't even allow people to reserve more than a week in advance. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's interesting. Um, But um, if you would, I'd like to be included in those conversations um, moving forward, um, just so I can keep uh, abreast of it. Mm -hmm. Um, The um, STEM camp, I would love to, uh, once it's concluded over the summer, um, hear your feedback from it because I think this is really important. I think it's amazing that you were able to put this together. Um, the, the, the future of of technology and and just um, students um, with all the biotech, especially in this area. Um, what a great camp! So, kudos to you for putting that together. That's that's Thank fantastic. You.
2: Thank you, and 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 I'll pass the kudos along to Stacy Thomas, who manages our our sports and some other camps and and um, uh, aquatics. And it was really her idea, and she had um, some staff who who were able to do that. So we did uh, a STEM camp. We also did an aqua STEM camp. Um, so it, oh, that's wow. really been her brainchild, which is cool.
3: Cool. And then the last was. Um... For the 4th of July parade, I I thought it was phenomenal. Um, I'm I'm trying to make my block of central, the Thompson Avenue um, version of the 4th of July. I got almost every single house on the block committed. I actually had to go to three of them and plant stuff, flags all over their yards to make it all full. Um, But I'm wondering, it, again, it was phenomenal. How, what, are, are we able to look at how it was compared to the last, you know, years that that it was actually going? Um, the reason why I'm saying this is, is you your staff is already overtaxed. And I'm just wondering, um, in order for next year's event, what you might have planned? And in my eyes, I'm even thinking that. I hate to hate to do this to you, but to say, gosh, maybe you should get funding from the city council to be able to employ someone, whether it's on a part-time basis or full-time basis, you know, to manage this for you, um, because you already have so much on your plates, and um, it would just be interesting to hear your feedback um, as far as your, your staff's capacity to be able to actually, you know, do this year in year out,
2: right? So I, I will say I didn't do the lion's share of work personally at all. Uh, I, I, it really, it was Patrick Ruzzi who who did the majority of the work, um, as well as Juan Aguilar. And when when we first took this, um, it used to be run by volunteers, and it was yep. given back to the city and given to the Rec and Park Department. I did ask for uh, a recreation assistant, and half of his time is is for the parade. So we already asked for the staff. For this, sure. um, and now both Pat and I feel like we've we we figured it out. We um we we have all the systems in place, and from here on out, it'll be significantly easier than it was this first year. You know, we were we didn't get a ton of information on how to coordinate it, and so we figured a lot of it out this year. Um, and now we know what we're doing moving forward. So I I think we'll be okay.
3: Great, so thank you. Yeah, it was fantastic. Thank you. That was uh, all.
1: All right, thank you. Um, Back to the parade for a second. Um, Again, I just have nothing but kudos to your entire staff. There was obviously everybody hands on deck that day. Um, I was fortunate enough to be asked to be a judge for the parade, and my directions were clear where to go, when to be there. There was plenty of food and drink, and the best thing was that there was a porta potty at Lum School by the judges' table. I said they thought of everything. Um, my husband drove one of the dignitaries in the parade, and he said on his end, everything was very well organized. They helped put the signs on his car. Um, everything we saw was fabulous. I'm sure there was a few glitches along the way. But I have nothing but admiration for your staff. And I just want to say thank you again publicly. And perhaps next year, I agree with Commissioner Jones that we should have an ARPD float. Perhaps we could coordinate with Friends of the Park and do something Mm -hmm. and maybe do some history of ARPD or something. But I think that um, that's something that we could look forward to. And I know that you have, um, after doing this one time, probably have it. Good idea of what you need to do and how we can improve it. So um, I just wanted to say thanks again for all of that. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Now we'll go on to the commissioner's report. Um Commissioner Navarro, would you like to first tonight?
4: Sure. <clears throat> um, so we haven't met since May. Um, my family's just been busy. I have two young kids and they have been doing the ARPD camps. I signed them up. For a variety and so this year they're really enjoying the all sports camp at the north point gym which i haven't been to since i went to go see the new bathrooms so it's fun to see them being used by the the campers and also the skate park camp next door um and then we also with our families and our block i'm close to the parade route so we walked over to park street and watched the parade and that was really a lot of fun it was fun to see it back and to see all the different community groups participate and it was just a really joyful experience so uh the staff did a really great job and all of the people who created floats they really put their hearts into it It was really fun to watch it was I got a little choked up a few times because I knew how much work it was and how it was missed especially by my family um and then I'm excited to get to tonight's topic which is discussing the naming of the parks I did want to say that um I'm really disappointed to see, or I'm sad to see that the park near the seaplane lagoon, the new waterfront park, has a lot of damage from skateboards. So I don't know if my husband took a bunch of photos when he walked from the ferry one day. So I was, I mean, I guess I was really bummed to see that. <laughs> so that's something I guess to keep an eye on. Um, unfortunately, it's getting a lot of use, but still a little bit destructive, but it still looks good. I'm really yeah, excited. I agree. I
2: agree. We've been keeping an eye on that. Um, that was my concern with the design of that park. Um, and some of the benches are significantly damaged. We'll probably end up replacing them sooner rather than later, and and bolting them down. And there's certain uh, and getting different types of benches that have notches or something on them so that they can't grind on them. Because what they're doing is they're kicking up and grinding along these benches and and doing a lot of damage on those as well as some of the rails.
4: That's
5: my report.
1: Thank you, Commissioner Navarro. Commissioner Jones.
5: Thank you. Um, So I've been a busy month for me, a couple of graduations out of town. And uh, but I I have been um, able to frequent the dog park over here, uh, the main street dog park. And uh, I'd like to just I love the dog park. It's perfect. Plenty of parking, lots of space. I would like to see, however, if uh, if we could um, maybe make a large dog park and a small dog park. Um, And I, you know, I realize there's you know this large area, but um, I think you know for the smaller dogs like myself, my dog's pretty. um, I don't know. He does. He's not out of anything but you know i'd like to see maybe there be a separation since there are two entrances into the dog park maybe have one sectioned off as large and one small um i do have a question about um you mentioned something about the estuary park and you and i'm i just want to make sure i understand what you said um uh director woolridge the estuary park Uh, course will, how does that affect the Main Street Dog Park? I might, I might have missed what you said on that. No, it's a great
2: question. Um, So the Main Street Dog Park, when it was built, was intended to be a temporary dog park. That's why Mm -hmm. it doesn't have running water. It doesn't have restrooms. Um, Ah. I think that's also why it was never separated out. Normally we would have separate large and small dog areas. Um, It's not allowed permanently in that area because that area is uh, state tidelands. And mm. so the city manages that area on behalf of the state and state tidelands has very strict um, laws around what is allowed and tidelands are not for long-term. You can put things there short-term, um, but a, a dog parks, playgrounds, those kinds of things are not allowed in state tidelands. Um, they have to I be think. marine related. So it was always the plan to move it. And so, and since we started designing um, Estuary Park back in 2014, it's been a while. um, The dog park has been planned to be in this second phase. We just finally got it funded and it will have separate, it'll have all the amenities a dog park should have. Um, including uh, water for the dogs and, you know, nearby restrooms and things like that. And it'll have a separated large and small dog park. So once we open that dog park, we intend to close the one on main street.
5: I see. Thanks for that. Claire, we won't,
2: but we won't close it. Just to be clear. We won't close main street until we have the new one open to the public.
5: Okay, great.
1: Thank
6: you. You're
2: welcome.
1: Vice chair Robbins.
3: Um, Thank you. So, um, I have had uh, some pretty significant health issues over the last um, eight months, and especially the last three months. Um, So I have not been able to get out as much as I had hoped to, Um, but um, uh, Commissioner Navarro and I were both judges for the sandcastle contest um, uh, on the water and it was great because I haven't gotten a chance to do much with Commissioner Navarro, so it was really fun um, to be able to uh, take part in that. I think there were, uh, I think, about 100 um, Sandcastle participants, and it's my first time going, and oh my God, what a phenomenal event. Um, I loved the categories. I, um, it was so well planned, again, as everything that you do. Um, uh, Director Woolridge that I, it was just fantastic. So I look forward to, if not judging, um, going to it uh, in the coming years. And I hear that it um, actually is, used to be quite bigger. And since this was the first year back from the pandemic that hopefully it'll get back to its, its grandiose that it was um, previously, but it was uh, just a lot of fun and a lot of joy to go to. And that's all I have. Thank you.
1: Commissioner Navarro, do you want to comment on the Sandcastle contest?
4: Oh, yeah, I guess I realized that we haven't had a meeting since then, I, it was one of my first major events as a commissioner apart from attending you know, little park opening. Anyway, it was a lot of fun. Um, my kids want to do it next year. It was really inspiring to see the creativity. There were people that camped out, they had like structural engineering. It was, and then there were also the, the younger kids that had very basic sankas with a lot of heart. And so it was really fun to see just the variety. And it was a really, it was a beautiful day. It was, I think in the eighties, it was full of people, the whole, uh, ocean, the whole uh, beach was great. So people kind of came upon it on accident when they were there at the beach, I'm like, wait, what's this? And I think there'll be a lot more participants next year because of that. It was fun.
1: Great, thank you. Yes, that is a fun event. I judged it a few years ago, it's fun. Okay, um, I went to the Leisure Club talent show that was held at Lincoln Park. Um, i really like to thank Morris McKay and Jennifer Cobb and um, Lori Bustos. I don't think I left anybody out. Director Ward, please let me know if I did. Um, mm-hmm. The Leisure Club kids did a talent show. And let me tell you, it was one of the best things I've been to. It was so much fun. The kids at practice, I'm sure for weeks and weeks, they all had costumes and even if they were lip singing or dancing, they put their whole heart and soul into that. And I just have to say, I'm really glad that I went and I encourage all of you to look yeah. for it um, next year. Um, Director Ward, well, did they do any other events like that through the year that are, you know, public events that we could attend?
2: That's the main one. Uh, the rest are generally um, activities that they're doing like tonight. in fact, they are doing a uh, kickball games together and, and Kuwanis members are there and, and so they have different teams playing kickball against each other. Um, so most of them are more activity based. They're going also to a uh, Oakland A's game soon. Um, so those are the, so the talent show is the main one. So I'll make a note next year to ensure everybody um, all the commissioners get advance notice.
1: Um, but that that was that was fabulous, just fabulous. And you'll see people that you know there. You'll be surprised who's there performing. Um, again, as I said, I was a judge for the Fourth of July parade. Um, I want to thank Christina again for how organized that part of the event was. You know, I look at things through my teacher lens, unfortunately, even after seven years of being out of the classroom. We had a binder with all the parade floats and names, which ones we were to vote on, which ones ones we were to not. Very well organized, Um, couldn't have, couldn't have done it better myself. Um, I noticed there's lots of baseball, people with volleyball nets. I even saw a badminton net up, this new V-shaped badminton net at Franklin the other day with a dad and his daughter playing, which I thought, oh, that was really cool. Um, A lot of birthday parties and out here on, especially at um, Tillman Park, we have a lot of blow ups every weekend. And I mean, big, huge blow ups for these birthday parties. So lots of fun in our parks. Did I see a portable gaga pit today at Franklin when I went by?
2: We do have in our program, yes, we yeah. do have a portable gaga pit.
1: Yeah, the kids they are love out there. It. Yeah, that was looked pretty fun today. Um, every time I go by Chechenyo Park, our new playground area is full of kids and parents, any time of the day, any day of the week, which is nice to see. Then um, I had to stop in at Franklin Park to ask a question and I would like to commend the three directors that were there. Um, they were not able to answer my question but they were very gracious and kind and told me where i could look and certainly had the kids under control and they were having a great time so i just want to tell them what a good job that they were doing um and i think that's all i have on my agenda to ask about so anybody else okay we can move on to the first topic of our agenda tonight which is 6a To recommend a final name for Alameda Point Neighborhood Park located on Coronado Avenue between Ardent Way and Main Street. So first we'll have a report from Director Woolridge and then clarifying questions, public comment, and then we'll have our discussion.
2: Great. Thank you, Commissioner Alexander. So let me. is That showing correctly. Let me get this play. There we go. Um, So as you mentioned, this is the final name recommendation for Alameda Point Neighborhood Park. Um, It's located in Site A, the the new housing development, and it's intended to be a neighborhood park for those new residents. So, the city last fall developed uh, a city council approved the naming policy, uh, the, the city facility naming policy and includes um, requirements such as that it must have a focus on a local Alameda significance, but may reflect larger California or uh, a national lens as appropriate. Uh, a person must be deceased for at least three years to be considered and that names must reflect values of inclusivity and diversity. Um, And this last point is really especially important to consider as you're moving through this and the three other parks, um, as there are names on the list of individual people. Um, And so what we did is um, the first step that that you all took as a commission was to establish the naming criteria for this park. um, And you determined that to be the reflection and history of working waterfront shipyards. Excuse me. Um, that one might be incorrect I was doing all four. I, that's I'm sorry. That one's incorrect. Yes, go ahead, Alexander. That one's copied over from Alameda Marina. My apologies. Thought I caught those. What yeah. is it in front of you?
1: Uh, history of naval maritime, national lands, okay. natural landscape, and wildlife at Alameda Point.
2: Yep. Thank you very much. My apologies for that. Okay. Um, and so after you established the naming criteria, then we went out and solicited the Uh, did a survey through the community to solicit a whole bunch of names. Those were brought back to you. Um, You developed this list of top 10 names that then uh, I went out and uh, did another community survey to get feedback on those top 10 names um, and that those survey results are attached with the uh, packet for you tonight. Um, So you're now in the third step of this four-step process. that is to recommend a final name to city council and then the final step will be that city council will make that final determination of what the park name is so just to give you some framework as you're making this decision um, you have a lot of options in front of you you can use the survey results as one data point uh, but that's one among many factors Um, you can Uh, So, for example, you could choose the top name from the survey. You could choose any of the top 10 names. You could choose a different name that wasn't on the list. You could also make any adjustments to the final recommended name. Um, So I also do encourage you to consider the demographics of our, of the names of existing Alameda parks named after people. Um, I did an exercise um, that you have before you, because I, it's important that Alameda park names are inclusive of everyone in our community and reflect our diversity if you choose names that are named after people. Um, so these are the current in front of you are the current park name demographics of our existing parks named after people. Um, so that we have 17 parks named after men, we have six parks named after women and one park is not specific, that's Chechenyo, because it's not after an individual, but it's a group, uh, it's, you know, language of a group of people, Um, and then ethnicity is, uh, we have 19 parks named after white people, two parks named after black people, um, zero Latinx, and one indigenous. Um, These also include, just so you know, if you're kind of thinking in your head of the different names, these, uh, I'm happy to share that at any time, these also include some of the sub names uh, at Carica Park, uh, such as Lucius Bateman and Ms. Albright and Jack Clark. And so it includes all of those names as well. The last thing is I wanna let you is know is that depending upon your final name rec- recommendation, um, it may require additional research and further discussion. If you choose the name of a person, for example, um, we just need to make sure that person is fully vetted before we uh, name a facility after them. So these are your top 10 uh, names that you originally chose for Alameda Point Neighborhood Park. Uh, I'm not going to read them all out, uh, but these are the top 10 names. And uh, and for those that aren't self-evident, I included uh, a brief, very brief description. And then from the survey result, these were the top three names from the survey. Uh, Little Whale Park received 21.6%. Whale Park received 16.75%. And Midway Park received 16.84%. Um, so, with that, that that uh, concludes my report, and I'm I'm happy to answer any questions. I'm going to stop sharing for now, but if you want me to bring back up the list of names, I can do that at any time.
1: Anybody have a clarifying question for Director Woolridge? Vice Chair
3: Robbins. So I'm I'm just having, and and I looked at this. Beforehand, um, I, I'm looking at Exhibit Six A, and then the first survey that shows is the Alameda Landing Waterfront Park, as opposed to. Um, it, it's the first one that's page one of six. You have, like
1: have all four surveys in each packet, so find the one. Yeah. There. Yeah.
3: Um. So it's. Yeah, I I just I th- I thought we would have since we we're talking about this this part that that would be the first one but I guess it's not. So um Yeah,
2: my apologies. It was just I I had it since it was a fairly short only a few pages, I just included that same exhibit for each of the parks.
3: Yeah. I'm a school teacher. You think I could get through this stuff? Sorry.
2: <laughs> no worries. Sorry that wasn't more clear.
1: Anybody have a clarifying question? I, I, I have one. Um, I noticed that we have like uh, 1,176 people that answered their survey. Approximately how many people does this survey go out to?
2: Rough guess. That's, I'll tell you why that's really challenging for me to answer. Because we put a QR code on all of the flyers. And so, when you say go out to, I mean we we posted flyers at the parks. So, for example, there's a lot of people that saw those flyers and the QR code and could just scan it to take the survey at the park. So it's hard for me to say how many people saw the parks. I will tell you, we put it on social media. Our social media has thousands of people that are followers. Um, we put it out on uh, our website. We put it on. uh, We blasted it on our email blast, which has over 10,000 people. um, So quite a few.
1: Okay, that was my question. I wanted to have a question as to how many in that email blast at least. Thank you. Anybody else have a clarifying uh, question before we take public comment? Okay, do you have any public comment for Alameda Point neighborhood park?
2: So if anyone in the audience would like to speak, please raise your virtual hand. I do not have any speakers, Chair.
1: Okay, so the public comment on that is closed. Okay, so now we can have our discussion. Anybody wanna say anything?
4: Uh, I'll I'll start off.
1: Okay, Commissioner Barr, go ahead.
4: Okay. um, So I remember our discussion about this park and one of the things that obviously kept coming up is the fact that it's most commonly known (laughs) by the structure of the whale and we had also talked about how we wanted to incorporate you know something to do with wildlife so that that could be incorporated because even um casually it's referred to as whale park Uh, so when I when we came up with the 10 names, and now seeing the survey results, I mean, just looking at it off the top of my head, I can see that. I don't know. I don't think people were given more than one choice, or maybe it was ranked choice. I do see that the 40% of the respondents chose whale over um, midway park, just in the top three. So I guess I my comment is I think that we should. I'm in favor of somehow incorporating whale into the name I'm always open to suggestions to blend that or to change that, but that was my observation looking at the, the this second round of survey results.
2: And and just to clarify for the commission, we only it was not ranked choice, just for complete clarity, it was only one choice for each of the parks in the survey.
1: Vice Chair Robbins.
3: Um <clears throat> both Little Whale Park and Whale Park were the, I believe, the top two. Um, And I just think Little Whale Park is adorable. So um, I, that is my top choice for the naming of this park.
1: Well, I agree with Commissioner Navarro, when you look at how many of them were whale names and where all the rankings came, that's certainly the most popular choice is to use something that has to do with the whale um i agree it should be whale park i know if we want alameda whale park if we want just a whale park i, I i'm good with either one of those choices anybody have a strong feeling one way or another mr you you have kids that go down to that park <laughs> i think kids would like you
4: know uh,
1: Little
4: Whale Park or just Whale Park oh um any thoughts yeah, on that i know this is kind of parsing things a little bit but i don't know if we normally describe whales as little and alameda whale park it's in alameda so to me those seem a bit redundant or contradictory um or unnecessary i should say my my personal choice would be whale park. I know that it's very simple. And there are many there are other parks to be named that might have more longer names. But I know that most people just refer to it as whale park. (laughs) So um, I'm inclined to go with whale park on this one. But I'm also like I said, I'm not one of those people that will be upset if my choice isn't picked, I trust we will put something good for City Council to discuss.
1: Commissioner um, Jones, do you have any comments or thoughts?
4: I
5: agree with uh, Commissioner Navarro. I I just, I I like just Whale Park. I mean, I, you know, I'm torn between it being Alameda Whale Park versus Whale Park, but, um, you know, I concur. I think, you know, the little part of Whale Park is kind of, because there are no little whales. I don't think. So um I agree with the Commissioner Navarro. I like I like Whale Park.
1: Would would someone like to make a motion to recommend a name for this park?
5: Does well for, any- first off, just
3: I just it's a teeny park, so that's why I thought Little Whale Park. And whale park just sounds like weird it like whale. Oh you're going to Whale Park? Um, and it is a teeny little park so that that was my thought process
1: anyone like to make a motion for a name
4: yeah um, i'll make a motion to to recommend to city council that the alameda point neighborhood park that the commission's putting forth whale park as a name recommendation for that site
5: Do
1: you have a second for
5: that? I second.
1: Could we have a vote, please? Uh,
2: Yes, so the recommendation to City Council is Whale Park uh, and the vote, uh, Commissioner Navarro? Yes. Commissioner Joe? Yes. Vice Chair Robbins?
3: I will deflect to the majority, yes. And Chair Alexander.
1: Yes. So we've made a recommendation to send the name Whale Park to the City Council for Alameda Point Neighborhood Park. All right. Item 6B. Recommend a final name for Alameda Point Waterfront Park located at the corner of the Ferry Point near Ralph Apisado Memorial Parkway. Director
2: Yes, Thank you. Um, so, I'm going to briefly go through this because um, I've already said a lot of this but the parks naming criteria for this park for Alameda point waterfront uh, park is aviation Alameda history people park and people and park features. Um, And again, your decision framework, you can choose any of these names from the survey, from the top 10, you can adjust any of the names. um, And I I encourage you to consider um, existing park names and inclusivity of all of our parks reflecting our community. Uh, These are the names that you had chosen as your top 10 names. Um, Again, some of them I... um, gave you a little bit thumbnail of the people. Um, I will mention on this one that um, I reached out, Liwa is, is the word water in the Coast Miwok language. Um, that is a tribe that in, is located in what is now known as Marin County area. Um, I reached out to our local Lishan Ohlone tribe and asked them what they thought about it um, in deference and respect to the indigenous people. Um, They did not feel that this was an appropriate name um, because this is not an indigenous tribe that lives in our area. So I wanted to share that with you. Uh, And then also just in terms of um, continuing on diversity. And so you have full information making the decision before you, the two names you have here that are named after people. Uh, One is Bessie Coleman. She's, as it says, the first African-American woman and Native American to hold a pilot's license. She flew in the 1920s, was known for um, very daring uh, aerial acrobatics. Um, And Captain Frank McCrary uh, is a white man who served as the first commanding officer of the Naval Air Station Alameda. And these are the top three name results. Seaplane Lagoon Promenade, uh, Bessie Coleman Promenade, and Alameda Point Promenade. And this is the park you have before you to name. And with that, that concludes my report.
1: Thank you very much, Director Woolridge. Any clarifying questions to ask Director Woolridge before we have public comment? No? Okay. Do you have any public comment on? the name for Alameda Point Waterfront Park.
2: Uh, So if anybody would like to speak, if you would please raise your virtual hand. I have no speakers, Chair.
1: All right, public comment session is closed. Okay, now time to start our discussion as to what name we will recommend to the council for this park. Anyone like to begin? Okay, well, I'll start then. Um, I have a couple names that I like on this list and looking at the um, survey results. Sea Plain Lagoon Park to me was obvious from the beginning that that was a great name. I also like the Bessie Coleman Promenade because um, it will have the name of an African-American woman on it. But I, I don't know that this is the right park to use that at. We have a lot of other parks that we could put her name on at some point, so I'm kind of torn. Um, but I do like to see Plain Lagoon Promenade and uh, Bessie Coleman Promenade. Those are my two that come out to me and that I like. Anybody have any other comments?
3: Actually, um, I do have a question. Since this is just the first stage of the entire promenade, are each of the different sections going to be named different? Or are we using this as a name for the entire shoreline?
2: That's a great question. The intention, and, and we had talked previously about this name being for the entire um, promenade along that one side. It, I imagine Depave Park um, will be separate, that ecological park that's on the western edge will have its own name, but this entire stretch along um, the northern edge of Seaplane Lagoon, I imagine is best with one name. That's an
1: excellent question, thank you.
4: I have, a, I have a quick question for Amy, uh, for Director Wildridge, sorry. Um, did Pave Park prior prior to the there's a few buildings out there, what what was that in terms of the Navy? Do you know? Was that runways? Uh yes, there's runways out there. Okay. Right. That's a question I had regarding that area. Thank you. Or I guess I can comment. Um I had Initially, my like uh, Chair Alexander, um, my two preferred names for this park are Seaplane Lagoon Promenade or Seaplane Lagoon Park. It's cut off. Um, or Bessie Coleman Promenade. I wasn't sure um, Bessie Coleman's direct relation to this area, and I know that we had wanted it to uh, tie into the Alameda naval history and/or site specific. Um, I'm inclined to go with Seaplane Lagoon Promenade just because it is part of the Seaplane Lagoon. And I know some of the comments that we've received were that it's the only place in the Alameda Point that there were seaplanes. So it's very site-specific. One of the things I'd like to put out there is possibly keeping Bessie Coleman's name in mind for when Deep Pave Park becomes that section when runways are turned into park. Those are my comments and I'm open to discussion.
1: Great comments, thank you. Mr. Jones, do you have anything to comment?
5: I do. Um, I guess my preference, if you will, would be, I like the seaplane lagoon promenade, you know, and I kind of have a uh, soft spot for, because my husband's a Navy veteran, but that doesn't mean that everybody, has to, you know, wrap their arms around that, but I do like that name. Um and I do like uh, so yeah. th- all that said I like the Sea plane, Sea Plain Lagoon Promenade. Uh, yeah. I also like the Bessie Coleman and I like the the yeah, you. Navy you Veterans the, the Navy Drive Veterans, Drive. Veterans Drive. Waterfront Park at Alameda Point. did you guys get any of that
1: yes we got it thank you um
5: okay um, sorry
1: um you know a lot there's so many good names on this list as there are to pick, but i just i keep going back to that's where the seaplanes came in the ramps or whatever you call them that they were there are still there and i just think that that would be a very appropriate name for this part we have other parks that are coming up and other things on the base that need to be named and i think we could keep some of these names as uh commissioner navarro said on a list for a future park or a future area out there commissioner robbins do you have any vice chair robbins do you have any comments
3: nope no comments okay
1: would anyone like to make a recommendation for a name to send to city council for alameda point waterfront park
3: i would like to make a motion that it We send the name Sea Plain Lagoon Promenade to the City Council.
1: Do I have a second on that? I second. Can we have a vote please?
4: Yes. Uh, Commissioner
2: Navarro. Yes. Commissioner Jones. Yes. Uh, Vice Chair Robbins. Yes. And Charles Alexander.
1: Yes. We have a unanimous vote to send the name Seaplane Lagoon Promenade to the City Council for Alameda Point Waterfront Park. Okay, thank you. The teacher in me have this all organized. Sorry about that. I have to get my next paper up. Okay, on to item 6C recommend a final name for Alameda Landing Waterfront Park located at the end of 5th Street near Mitchell Avenue. Great,
2: thank you. Dr. Warren. Uh, so this is the name, as you mentioned, for Alameda Landing Waterfront Park. This park is not open to the public yet. Um, it, it The first phase will open any moment. Um, it's located just west of target in the third phase of alameda landing Uh, it's located on a actual old historical pier and the naming criteria established by this commission was is the uniqueness of the park's location on the pier and estuary with an intersection with diverse and inclusive cultural significance in alameda so again, we will be recommending a final name to city council and city council will make that final determination. Um, and you can uh, make any changes to the names as you see fit um, for what you recommend. Um, and again, I encourage you to, to consider the demographics and, and uh, have diverse and inclusive names. Um, so these are the top 10 names that, uh, that you voted on then we brought forth to the community. Um, a few of them have um, descriptions. The um, whole circle is a Filipino, local Filipino American society, social society. Uh, Costa Noan Park, um, I, I, again, I reached out to the local Lee um, They are actually, I didn't mention previously, but they are actually on vacation all of July. And so they did get back to me in a very brief statement about that the, the term Liwa that I mentioned earlier. Um, I asked them about Costanoan and, and they asked if um, we could, they weren't ready to, to um, give input on that yet and, and wanted to wait until later. So if that's a, a name that you are interested in, uh, I recommend that we do further research and I can bring it back to you and then it can go to city council. Um, but what Costanoan means is, is it's another term for Aloni. Um, And the Ohlone, the Costanones people are the indigenous people who um, uh, live in the areas now known as, as San Francisco Bay, all the way down to Monterey Bay and inland to Mount Diablo. The top three names were Waterfront Pier Park, Island City Park, and Boho Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park. So this is the park that is coming very very soon, and uh, that conclu- concludes my report.
1: Thank you, Director Woolridge. Does anybody have a clarifying question that they'd like to ask Director Woolridge before we get public comment? No. All right. Do we have any public? Co- oh, excuse me, uh, Vice Chair Robbins.
3: Yeah. Sorry for the last minute. I I understand the bow hole. Um, but the Bohol Circle Immigrant Park, why Why did they include the term circle?
2: Uh, that's the name of the group, Boho Circle. So oh, it, that's their full that, name. That,
3: mm-hmm.
2: Okay. And, and we will have speakers on that, so they may be able to address it specifically or anticipate we'll have speakers.
1: Any other clarifying questions on that? Okay, do we have any public comment as to uh, the name for this park?
2: Uh, I do. Uh, first is Speaker Kahila and... I'm sorry, hold on, Crystal. I accidentally made you a panelist. Hold on one minute. <laughs> That's, I'd
0: love to join the panel, hello <laughs>
2: Hold on. Hold on one second. I'm going to switch you back over. My apologies. All
0: right. (laughs) There we go. Good evening. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Dr. Crystal Cahillig Espinoza, and I'm tasking the members of this committee to show the San Francisco Bay Area the true values of Alameda, just community, inclusivity and follow through by naming the waterfront park Bohol Circle, our entire group name, Immigrant Waterfront Park. The erasure of culture in the first two names continue to perpetuate the invisibility of immigrants and the Filipino Americans and our role in development of the city of Alameda. As you can even tell by the erasure of Asian American Pacific Islanders, even in the demographics shown in the slides above. Um, that were done before this. The criteria that this committee put forth was uniqueness of the park's location as an intersection with diverse and inclusive cultural significance in Alameda. Local. While well, the first two names were voted, they have our uniqueness to the park's location. They do. Ha- they make no n- indication whatsoever for dur- diverse and inclusive cultural significance in Alameda. whole circle was developed and created in alameda 1850 union Union street diversity and inclusivity is not just a buzzword to be thrown around is an action that systems and in this case the system of the alameda parks and recreation committee have to rise to meet it is a responsibility of this committee to honor the criteria put forth in the name of the name in in the naming of the park as well as, as well as hearing about the top three top results of this survey, which would make Bohol Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park the only option for the name of this park. When I previously spoke in March, a commissioner mentioned that many people wouldn't know what whole Circle is. And that's exactly the point. Naming it Bohol Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park would allow for the awareness of the history of Filipino Americans in addition to immigration in Alameda As a clinical psychologist, a subject matter expert in the psychology of immigration, a published author in the Asian-American Journal of Psychology, the erasure, neutralizing of culture, and constant gaslighting to ensure that systems keep to their word continue to perpetuate the opposite of diversity and inclusion. It perpetuates invisibility, hate, and separation. I want to be clear again about my ask of you all. I'm tasking you all to follow through with the with naming this park under the survey results, as well as the criteria put forth by this commission and naming it the only name that fits both, which is Bohol Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park. Thank you so much.
1: Thank you for your comments. Do we have another speaker? There we
7: go. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, we have speaker sale.
8: Welcome
1: speaker sale.
8: Hi everyone. Um, I'm Eunice Saleh, um, and I'm a longtime member of the whole circle. Uh, and I would like to second all the sentiments of Dr. Cahilo Gespinoza. I'm speaking on behalf of my parents and all of our ancestors and asking this committee to honor the criteria of the naming of this park and move forward and name this waterfront park, the whole circle immigrant waterfront park. Thank you.
1: Thank you for your comments. Do we have another speaker?
2: We do, we have speaker Bonta.
1: Welcome speaker Bonta.
6: Commissioners and um, director. um, Thank you for mentioning that um, this has been recommended by the planning board in the past. And um, also that um, I wanted to just bring out the fact that um, we have been working on this for quite a few years. And um, I'm hoping that tonight will be victory for us uh, because um, uh, Crystal's presentation was really pretty uh, to the point. Uh, in that perhaps you will agree that uh, this would be the best um, name for this park um, because it's not just the Filipinos, uh, community here of Alameda that will be uh, recognized and its history lifted up, but also um, all other immigrants in, in this city uh, who have contributed to the building of um, the socioeconomic political life of this community and city. So um, I I believe that um, actually our name uh, speaks to both criteria, its geographic uh, character, as well as the parks um, uh, meaning to uh, reflect the diversity and inclusiveness uh, that we value a lot in this, in this city. So, um, I appeal to your, uh, good judgment to, um, choose this name, Bohol Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park. Um, you know, even the name Bohol Circle, you know, that literal translation of Bohol, which speaks to the, um, uh, tight tight it's a t- it's called uh boho means uh a knot of a tight knot of thread uh and and to us that symbolically stands for the lives of the immigra- immigrants um that it's connected very closely and is very uniting in terms of all immigrants in in this city so um um that's, that's my recommendation. Please call it the Bohol circle. Um, immigrant Waterfront Park. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Speaker Bonta. Thank you for the definition. Another
2: speaker, es- speaker uh, Espinosa.
1: Welcome Speaker Espinosa. Hello.
9: Can you hear me?
1: Yes, please go ahead. Hi.
9: Hi, hello. Um, my name is Ish and uh, longtime member of the circle. The um, whole circle has just been a, a value community center here in Alameda. Um, the the whole circle pre- preserves and cultivates the Filipino culture and community here in Alameda. And I just want to my ask is, is if you name this waterfront, the whole circle immigrant water park, uh, it would be a a a celebration, a win for all Filipinos and all immigrants not just here in Alameda but throughout California and um again, um we want to uh, in, we want to recognize that uh this is this would be a big big win for the Filipino community and um, yeah just wanted to say thank you so thank you
1: thank you very much for your comments any other speakers
9: Um, if you've already
2: spoken it's there's only the opportunity for uh to speak once um but i do have speaker jacob
1: welcome
0: speaker jacob hello welcome hi Hi, I'm Elizabeth Jacob, and I've been a longtime member of the whole circle, and I'd like to second all the sentiments of Dr. Kayla, and uh, I'm Espinoza, and I'm speaking on behalf of my parents and all of our ancestors and asking this committee to honor the criteria of naming of this park and to move forward and name this waterfront park the whole circle immigrant waterfront park. Thank you. Thank you
1: very much for your comments. Do we have any other speakers tonight?
2: Uh, if anyone else would like to speak, please raise your virtual hand. Uh, if you've not already speak, spoken before. Um, I, I'll bring a person in. I, I have uh, speaker speaker again, but there's two of her listed. So um, if you've already spoken, please cede uh, your time, but I will go ahead because it might be a different person.
1: Good evening, speaker. Hello. Yes, go ahead. I can
10: hear you. Yes, uh, yes. My name is Virginia Savella Harper, and um, I'm actually speaking on behalf of my family of five generations. Uh, We've been in the Alameda County uh, as well as Alameda for about 75 years. And um, I feel by approving and choosing Bohol Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park for this new park name, this will not only impact Alameda, but the whole entire Filipino community statewide. Because we have been in this country for more than 100 years, but we still are being treated as second rate citizens. Our history has always been hidden and I think that this is one way Alameda can truly take a stand and do better than many others in recognizing and exposing from from now on moving forward the many hidden histories in our city. So. Um, I think uh, earlier uh, Cynthia mentioned what boho means. Uh, so, for those that do not know, boho means a knot of thread and really symbolizes to us the lives of immigrants that are intermingled and tightly connected. So, it doesn't matter what country you come from, but coming to the US, you have the same experience, you know. And I think Boho Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park is really a very uniting name for all immigrants. So the circle of lives that continue on to this day, um, again the experience are still the same. So again, thank you for your consideration in choosing the name Bohol Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park. Uh, would uh, I would greatly appreciate that, and and many more of uh, those that uh, feel the same. Thank
2: you.
1: Thank you so much for your comments this evening.
2: Uh, would anyone else like to speak? Please raise your virtual hand. We have no more speakers.
1: All right, the public comment section is closed for this.
0: Yes.
2: Chair, if I could, um, I just wanna give a deep apology um, because it was pointed out that, and I'm gonna share something that um, Asian Pacific Islanders were not included in the demographics. Um, That was my typo on the, uh, I'm sharing the the spreadsheet that I had put together. And so I wanna point out that Tawada Park is in fact, uh, John S. Tawada, Uh, is Japanese-American, and so uh, my deepest apologies that that didn't get translated over to the spreadsheet and my moving too quickly.
1: Thank you, Director Woolridge, for that. Right, public comment has ended on that. Now it's time for our discussion. I I would like to thank um, the person who told us what boho means, the tight knot of thread. Um, I have a question, Director Woolridge, probably a clarifying question. If that was the name that we were to put forward, is there any possibility of having some kind of signage or a plaque or something that could explain Boho Circle for people who don't know what it is and just that's just a name so we could have some clarification on that? Is that a possibility?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I, I had the same thought myself um, during the present the speakers. So uh, it, it's something I would work with uh, Boho Circle uh, and their members to to develop the, the language and, and images for that.
1: Okay, thank you so much. Um anyone have any comments? Uh Vice Chair Robbins.
3: Yeah, um I don't think anyone's actually even mentioned this, but Bohu Circle's been around since 1936 here in Alameda. They have a real long, rich history of being a part of the Alameda community. And um I personally, this is the only choice that I think is the right choice uh, for the naming of this uh, for the Boholona people. Uh, I, I just like the idea. Um, and it, it, this is completely superfluous, but there is the big circle in the middle of the park that's being built right now anyway. And I just almost kind of liked that there, there was that tie in to it as well. And I think this is a great way for us, um, as the speakers have told us. Um, to be able to honor their community.
1: Thank you. Anyone else? Oh. Commissioner Navarro?
4: speak. Sorry, I didn't realize I was unmuted this whole time. Um, yeah, I know that when we came up with, you know, 10 ideas to put on the survey as a commission, we were already leaning towards, I'd say two the Boho Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park and just Waterfront Pier Park in terms of simplification. Um, My only not even a concern. Boho Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park seems like a mouthful. But I so I would love to see if there's a way we could incorporate Boho Circle, like Waterfront Park. I know we had talked about putting immigrant in there. But I kind of wonder if if it were shortened that might be more likely to be called boho circle park versus boho circle immigrant waterfront park like I said it just doesn't really flow off the tongue. Um, and I know that's kind of a concern is If that we don't call it by its name and it loses power it'll just become waterfront park and also you know I don't want it to be erased because it's too long. Um, there's something I was kind of thinking through when I was looking at some of the names of the parks that we put forth that they're just very large. Um, And I think some of the success of these parks is it's Chochenyo Park or Tawada Park. Um, So those are my thoughts. And I also, I looked this up earlier today. I don't think there are any parks in the Bay Area, certainly that I know of that are named after any Filipino people, maybe someone said maybe there's one in San Jose. Um, But I don't know if that's recent. So something to keep in mind as we move forward. I'll let everyone else discuss.
1: Vice Chair Robbins, did I see your hand
3: up? Yeah, um, I think it's important that we put uh, keep immigrant in the name um, to honor uh, the Filipino community. Um, And it doesn't matter how long a a name is, um, people are still gonna probably just call it Boho Circle Park. But I think that officially it should be Boho Circle Immigrant Park. Um, to, to honor um, the sacrifices these people have made over the years. And the fact, again, since 1936, they've been a part of our community. Um, people will call a park whatever they wanna call it. And again, I would probably refer to it as Bohu Circle Park, but I think officially, um, there's not an, too big of an issue with having an additional nine or 10 letters uh, on the plaque uh, giving the name of the park. That's my uh, my two cents.
1: Thank you, vice chair. Um, Commissioner Jones, you have anything to comment?
5: Um, I have to uh, agree with Commissioner Navarro. I like I just I I feel like it's has a better flow. Um, And I you know, I don't know, and I could be reading too much into it i mean do we set a precedence when we you know when we start naming parks i'm not looking at it from a, a word smith standpoint but um you know i i do believe that that if we um you know identify that it's you know what boho circle is that you know if there's some kind of you know display or name or whatever but um I I agree with Navarro. I I just like Boho Circle Waterfront Park. And that's my summation. Thank you. Okay,
0: hey,
1: um I agree with Commissioner Navarro that Boho Circle Immigrant Waterfront Park is too much. I can go along with Boho Circle Immigrant Park and leave the waterfront off. It is on the waterfront, we know that. Um so I I'm comfortable with either one of those along if that's what we decide i would like to have some plaque or signage there that explains it that's part of what you know we send so um now we're sending the name suggestion to the council if we leave waterfront park off and they choose to put it back in that's a possibility correct director woolridge
2: correct okay and to your earlier point you can certainly include in your motion uh the requirement for educational
3: signage Okay, great, thank you. Chairman or Chairperson, um, um, Alexander, I didn't even think of it that way and I'm glad you are on top of your game. Um, The Boho Circle Immigrant Park to me uh, would be a good compromise, but I I do feel uh, waterfront, we already know it's a waterfront park, so that could be redundant, but um, including the immigrant in the name for me is um, what I think, yeah, it should be, the Boho Circle Immigrant Park. Uh, Thank you for bringing that up. Thank you.
1: Any other discussion or are we ready to make a motion?
3: I will make a motion to call this park, the Boho Circle Immigrant Park with um, proper signage To um, give some of the background and history of the rich history of the Filipino Boho Circle uh, groups uh, for this park. Do we have a second?
1: We have a second. Second. Okay, we have a second. Can we have a vote, please? Uh,
2: Yes. Uh, Commissioner Navarro. Yes. Commissioner Jones. Yes. Vice Chair Robbins. Yes. And Chair Alexander.
1: Yes. We have unanimous decision to send a city council the name Boho Circle Immigrant Park for the Alameda Landing Waterfront Park with the condition that there be some kind of educational signage placed at the park. Great, thank you. And our next item on the agenda is 6D, recommend a final name for Alameda Marina Park located on the Oakland Alameda Estuary, excuse me, Oakland Estuary near Clement Avenue between Grand Street and
5: Willow Street.
2: Great, thank you, Chair Alexander. So uh, our final name is Alameda Marina Park and the park naming criteria that you established for this park is reflection and history of working waterfront shipyards and again this is the third step and you're recommending a final name to city council Um, and you may use any combination um, or any name uh, that you so choose to recommend um, and considering the demographics of existing alameda parks named after people uh, these are the top ten names: uh, Alameda Boatworks Park. Uh, a correction from what was listed previously. Um, it had said that that was uh, a housing development, which is true. There is a different residential development to the east, yeah, of this uh, of Alameda Marina. That's called Alameda Boatworks. Um, that's a residential development. Um, however, when this name was put forward alameda boatworks it was an intention um, to to name it uh, after svensson's boatworks and marine which was an alameda business previously located at alameda marina Um, i think the others speak for themselves and the top three names were riveters waterfront park alameda boatworks park and waterfront park so this is the future park um, that, uh, that's, that will, and a reminder, uh, I'm not, I'm not sure it really matters, but, um, this park, uh, will be open to the public, but will not be operated or maintained by the city. Uh, so with that, that concludes my report. I Thank you. The question.
1: Thank you. Director Wilridge, do we have any, uh, clarifying questions for her?
5: No. I have a question. Uh, Director Woolridge, um, will the park be managed by the developer? Uh, It's not the city, as you mentioned. So is it being managed by or overseen Uh, by the developer? uh,
2: Not by the developer, but by the HOA.
5: Got it, thank you very much.
2: You're welcome.
1: Any other questions? Clarifying questions before we take public comment? No. Commissioner Navarro.
4: I'm sorry. I just want to make sure that I know. And I, I see the names. What's the location of this park? One more time. What are the streets? I guess
1: it's um, on the Oakland Estuary near Clement Avenue between Grand and Willow.
4: Okay. Sorry.
3: This, is, this is the one that's going to have the inlet for the. For um, yeah. For the, oh, yeah. Sit kayaks and sailboats and all of that.
4: So, we would not be able to have walked to this park right now.
2: No, it's currently closed for construction. Although, we're going to talk later about a uh, park tour. We've been talking about touring various locations, and so hopefully, we can get you into this
4: site. Okay. So it's currently yeah. under construction. Got it. I tried to go to all of them, but okay. Double checking.
1: No more clarifying questions. Okay. Do we have any public comment on this tonight?
2: I do have Speaker Delap.
1: Welcome, Speaker Delap.
11: Yes, Commissioners. Good evening. My name is Brock Delap, and I am a 30, thirty-three-year resident of Alameda. From 2011 until 2016, I was the harbor master at the Alameda Marina. And following that, from 2017 until April of this year, was the harbor master for the Oakland Marinas. I have a long-term interest in the preservation and protection of the Oakland estuary. I have only just become aware of the naming of the waterfront park at Alameda Marina. While not previously mentioned, I believe the name Svenson's Maritime Park would be the most appropriate name for this location. Sven Svensson, a Danish immigrant, established Svensson's Boatworks Works in 1963 and was the primary tenant at the Alameda Marina from 1966 until 2019. Over the course of those five decades, Svensson's employed many hundreds of local maritime workers, providing them with stable trade and skilled training. The boatyard at the Alameda Marina was the epicenter for recreational boating for the entire Bay Area. Svensons developed the first state-of-the-art environmental protection for bowyards, protecting the bay and its tributaries from heavy metals in storm runoff water. This was so important that Stensons received an official proclamation from the governor for this innovation and environmental stewardship. Svensons also provided critical support for the America's Cup event that was held in San Francisco Bay. Um, Sven Svensson also was the builder of the first fiberglass Nordic folk boat, a class of boats, a one design class that's extremely active on San Francisco Bay, and he is a truly beloved person. Um, At his memorial, there were over 600 people that attended, standing room only at the Ensignal Yacht Club in 2013, and I really think that, including his name, and the fact that this is a maritime operation, historically a maritime operation, that supported sailmakers, uh, marine electronics companies, uh, the mini sub company DOER during the time that they were there. Um, a tremendous effort went into that. And John Benson, who previously owned that property, near the end of his life, made a special effort to pass it on to the Svensson family. Much the same as with the Jean Sweeney Park, where she was critical in getting that part property. If it hadn't been for Sven Svensson and his family, there's no telling where that property would have ended up and it wouldn't have been able to accommodate this wonderful waterfront park that's being considered. So again, Svensson's Maritime Park is the appropriate name for that facility. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much for your comment. Do we have another speaker?
11: Do
2: I have Speaker Murphy?
1: Welcome, Speaker Murphy.
7: Good evening, uh, Director Woolridge and Commission Member Sean Murphy, Alameda Marina. We're the master developer of the Alameda Marina. We're really excited about uh, finally connecting this important stretch of the Alameda waterfront with the rest of the part of the island really for 75 years it's really been disconnected and cut off but uh, this park is under construction with this whole area is under construction and and uh, the park will will finally be connecting to the rest of the fabric of, of the islands. The site itself has a rich history which includes Native American occupation, shipyard construction which obviously played a really important role in World War II and then most commonly Svenson Boatworks You heard from Brock, Sven Svensson was an important steward for the island boating community and his contributions to the island extend well beyond just this property and park. Uh, I believe there's also Sven Sven Svensson's family in attendance tonight and you'll likely be hearing from them. Just want to thank this uh, this board for continuing to do the hard work of creating important open space so that all Alamedans get access to open space and hear the waterfront. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Speaker Murphy. Next speaker.
2: Sorry, I lost audio there for a second. Um, I couldn't hear any audio. Did Speaker Murphy finish?
1: Yes, he did. Okay, thank you, my apologies. Uh, I have Speaker Svenson.
8: Welcome Speaker Svensson. Hi, thank you to everyone here from the Parks and Recreations Department and beyond for allowing me to speak. Um, my name is Sabrina Svensson and I was born and raised here in Alameda and still reside here. Um, my late father, Sven Svensson, spent most of his 50 plus year career working right here in this location building and running what became the San Francisco Bay Area's premier boat building operation known as Benson's Boat Works. Truly anyone who has any meaningful tie to the boating community knows of my father's influence and impact. Tonight I am proposing that the Park and Rec Department strongly consider naming this park in a way that honors both the maritime heritage of this land and my father's legacy. Um, I appreciate the opportunity to tell you just a little bit more about my dad. Sven immigrated to the United States on one of the last ships into New York in 1952, speaking no English and with $50 in his pocket. He had just completed his college and boat building apprenticeship and took his first job in New York, eventually making his way to west to Pacific Marina, which is now Marina Village, very close to where Ensenada Yacht Club is now. And that was in 1963. In 1966 he moved his boatyard into the Alameda Marina leasing the land from another Danish immigrant John Benson Because of his honesty and knowledgeable approach to serving servicing boat, boats and operation gained popular his operation gained popularity and eventually became the premier boatyard in the San Francisco Bay Area My dad was always interested in improving the environment One of his many contributions to the industry, he designed and installed the first system to capture and clean stormwater runoff, receiving honors from both the state and federal governments for his innovation. He also built the first fiberglass spoke boat, which had significance in creating a larger class of boats that remains active today in a very impressive way. Svensson's business included boat repair, manufacturing, product sales, even exporting to Europe, Mexico, and the Pacific Rim. Over the course of its 50 plus years at the Alameda Marina location, the company employed hundreds of people and serviced tens of thousands of boats and boaters. An interesting fact that I would also like to share with you tonight is that my dad actually built the largest custom boat built in the Bay since World War II, right here at the Alameda Marina. It was an 80-foot specialty vessel, currently moored in Hawaii right now, and in fact, it was launched in the exact same location that this park is being built. This location will now be where everyone will have access to participate in their own water sports recreations. Svenson's Boatworks, or Sven's as it was nicknamed, was the boating mecca. It was world-renowned, and I am not exaggerating when I say that. If not for the redevelopment of the Alameda Marina into what the community really needs today, I am fully convinced Sven would still be at the Alameda Marina. My dad was also a big civic contributor supporting many youth organizations here in Alameda, one of which is the Ensignal Yacht Club's Junior Sailing Program that still honors my dad today with a trophy that is handed out every year in his name. My dad loved the marina so much and believed so strongly that people should have connection to the water. Naming this park after him where he made such an impact on his community and the nautical industry would do just that. For this reason, I respectfully request that the name Spenson's Maritime Park be considered. I understand that we are late coming to this process, and would be appreciative to simply be included, or even potentially have a sense and name added to one of the existing names on the shortlist that is being presented tonight. Thank,
1: thank you. Again. Thank you for your comments.
2: Uh, if anyone else would like to speak, please raise your virtual hand. I have no more speakers, chair.
1: All right. Thank you. Public comment is closed.
2: Um.
1: I grew up in this town, I've lived here all of my life. I know about Spence and Spokesworth, we drove by it all the time. Um, I just wanna put that out there. Um, and remember, we don't have to make a decision tonight. We can table this naming of this park if we want to. Director Ward, is it possible to send two names to the council and then let them decide?
2: Uh, yes, that's possible.
1: All right, I just wanted to bring that up. And- with this discussion that we may have. Anyone like to start our discussion? Vice Chair?
3: I might as well. Um, I apologize that we didn't hear um, about such a rich history um, from a a family and, and A name here in Alameda when we were originally looking at the names, um, or that it was um, not brought up as one of the names during the actual naming process. Um, Other than that, I I just wanted to say that um, it does merit, I guess, some consideration. Um, I'll leave it up to the rest of you uh, for any input that you might have as well. Um, But if anything, as Chair Alexander said, maybe um, two names would go forward. Um, But I'm also not opposed to us um, tabling this for further discussion if that's what the majority would like to do.
1: Thanks. Thank you, Vice Chair. Anyone else have a comment?
4: Commissioner Navarro um so unlike the other parks that we're naming you know this one didn't have a really strong public favorite uh, on the survey results so we came up with 10 names and of those 10 names it was like no one got a really large majority except for riveters waterfront park um, which is not really a unique name but um I guess i'd be inclined to put forth two names with the caveat that maybe we hadn't heard about the history of this location prior to coming up with our 10 names um i don't know if it's practical to re uh send the survey i don't know if it would confuse people to to do another QR code survey process. I don't know if we want to like repeat the step three, or step two, I guess, before it goes to City Council. Um, I I don't mean to ramble, but you know, if we have to choose a single name, Riveter's Waterfront Park was the public favorite. But I don't know if it's because it's any significance to that particular site. It's just shipyards. Oh, uh, I imagine that Svensons Maritime Park, or Svensons Waterfront Park is more site specific and more closely aligns with our criteria, which was to incorporate the specifics of shipyard building in that area. Um, I guess, to that end, I would maybe think about modifying one of the names such as Waterfront Park, to Svensons Waterfront Park. Uh, maybe- Discuss.
1: Thank you, Commissioner Navarro. I think that when we did Riveters Park in there, we were trying to do something to honor the women because we had used Riveters Park at a few other places too. So I think that's where that came from. Um, I have no problem taking one of these names and adding Svensson's to it. Um, I think it's very appropriate. Uh, My question is, Director Woolridge, that does if we did that, are we still in compliance with the naming process? You know that we work so hard on.
2: You're saying if if you choose a different name at this point, or it's not on the it. list. Yeah, I mean the the naming policy still allows. Part of the naming policy is, and this four-step public process is just that—the public process. So anyone can come to these meetings and and speak and come public comment. So I, that's why I um, specifically say that the survey is one data point, point. Um, and, and ultimately you, as a commission, have the choice on um, what recommendation recommended name you'd like to put forward to city council. Just like city council at that point could choose. To go with your recommendation or not with your recommendation or they could choose an entirely different name
1: i just i just wanted to clarify that as we Mm -hmm. go forward anyone else have any thoughts more discussion anyone ready to make a record vice chair
3: (laughs) sorry um i like commissioner navarro's um thought process of you know possibly um taking like Waterfront Park and calling it Spencer's Waterfront Park, um, or if we use a different name, but including the name in it. And, and I guess the reason why I'm leaning towards it is, um, we, we don't have, um, and it's not that we're supposed to have uh, an actual person's name on each of our parks, but um, we, we've been presented with some very rich and detailed information about um, not only his um, commitment within the city, but the family as well over the years. Um, so I would not be opposed to um, something like uh, Svenson Waterfront Park, um, just as Commissioner Navarro had uh, indicated. Do you want to put
1: the word shipyard in there, or use as waterfront?
4: Um. Would we want to maybe use Maritime Park? I don't know.
1: That's another option. I think we have... I don't know that we need the word waterfront. Because yeah, it it's that's not true really it waterfront. Is kind of, yeah, yeah. it's, you know. The, waterfront uh, is I think shipyards or boatworks or one of those is a better choice if we're going to go with the name Spencer.
4: I would actually... I, I, I guess, I would do Svenson's Maritime Park, since it's going to be boating activities, like the potential for boating activities, in addition to the waterfront aspect. Um, yeah, I, I,
1: I could, I could support that.
4: Okay. Um, I also, I think, and, and for people that are just logging on for this discussion, we have a very um, laborious naming process that we're doing (laughs) for these parks that's new to us. So if we seem like we're not sure what we're doing it's because it's our first time. Um, I would like to send two names to the city council just so they know that we're following this criteria. I, I would be inclined to say, to let them know that the poll winner was Riveter's Waterfront park, but only because we didn't know about the maritime, the history of the site, site-specific history. And so that's why we're proposing a second name.
3: Would it also make sense to then include some kind of a plaque about his involvement?
4: Well, I think anything we propose to city council in between that step will be more um, I think we're, I think we're gonna research and vet these names. Right, that's part of the the uh, proposal or the. I'm drawing a blank. The the process that the process correct. the presentation to city council. That's my understanding.
2: That's correct. I'll, I'll need to do more work. Um, you know, we're, we're naming a park in perpetuity after a person, and and so we would just need to do more back, background research on Mr. Spenton. You
1: know, just hmm. because Riveters Park have the most votes doesn't mean we have to go with it either we have that option too
4: well i guess i should say you know boatworks and waterfront park were also in contention like i said this one there wasn't any standout survey
1: because i could see putting the boatworks with Svensson's name or the shipyard, either one.
3: Anyone? Who who wants to make the motion?
5: I have a clarifying question um uh so are you saying spenson's waterfront park correction spenson's maritime park or spenson's shipyard park i think i might have missed something along the way here i thought we were looking at it
1: that's as, part of the discussion which one we want is We could send Svensson's Maritime Park and Svensson's Shipyard Park both to the Council, correct? And they could choose?
2: That's correct. Are you asking me? Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. Just kind of put it out there. Anybody have any thoughts on that? Because if we did that, and then next time it's discussed at Council, there'll be maybe some more public comment. That have a choice whether it should be the maritime or the boatyard or shipyard, is what I'm saying. And might might get a little more public input. So at least we could send it to the council for the next part of the public input.
3: And it would be great if this Fenson family um, tried to keep abreast of that committee meeting or the council meeting and maybe make a presentation at that point. As just as a thought process, if we do move forward that way.
4: I'm I'm thinking out loud. My my only something I want to consider if we put forth Spence and then and with Boatworks is that comes I would like it to be named after the individual and I not mean be not after a company or you know a business. Does that make sense? Cuz if it was Spence and Boatworks I don't know if that Maybe could come across as being, I mean, I know it was his company. However, it comes pretty close to being a corporate name versus an individual. And I think the purpose is maybe to honor the individual a bit more than just a corporation, which I think still exists. I mean, I have the website, but just something to kind of keep in mind putting forth that name.
3: Yeah, good comment.
1: Would someone like to make a recommendation for a name for this park that we could second and vote on?
3: I'll go ahead and um, make a motion to call this park the Svensson Maritime Park.
1: we have a second for that motion?
5: I, I second John. the motion, I'm
1: sorry. Thank you, Commissioner Jones. We have a vote on that, please.
2: Yes, uh, Commissioner Navarro. Yeah. Yes.
3: Commissioner
2: Navarro. Yes. yes. Great, thank you. Commissioner Jones. Yes. Vice Chair Robbins.
3: Yes.
2: Chair Alexander.
1: Yes, we have a unanimous vote to send the name Svensson's Maritime Park to the City Council for the Alameen Marina Park. Um, I'd like to thank the Svensson family for calling in tonight and giving this information. I encourage you to um, contact the City Council and tell them the same things that you told us. I said, I I remember that building very well, very well. Um, So thank you. All right, that concludes
4: that part. I have a question relating to this agenda item. Is it possible to make a second motion to council with the survey result name? Or are we only allowed to do one?
2: You can, you can provide two names to city council, that would be fine. Um, so if you'd like to do a second motion, if the commission would like to, to uh, make a second motion, then it would add a
4: second name that would be fine. Okay, I'm going to make a motion. Actually, I move that we also send to City Council, the survey winner rivers Riveters waterfront park. Um, with the caveat that we didn't know about this fence in history. When this was proposed. You
1: have a second for
4: that.
5: I second the motion.
1: Commissioner Jones can we have a vote please
2: yes uh, Commissioner Navarro yes Commissioner Jones yes Uh, Vice Chair Robbins yes and Chair Alexander
1: yes so we will also send the name Riveter's Park to the City Council
2: I just want to clarify, it was Riveter's Park, not Riveter's Waterfront Park, correct?
4: What did you say, it's Commissioner? An, Sorry. Sure Riveter's Waterfront Park. It's the survey result of 19 percent.
2: Great. Thank you. I wanted to clarify that.
4: All
1: right. Good job. Okay, hey, the next item on the agenda is items for the next agenda. Now, we don't have an August meeting, if I'm correct, so our next meeting will be September the 8th. Does anyone have an item for the next meeting?
2: I want to, I have some items uh, for the next meeting um, and want to throw out and, and have a discu- a quick discussion if this group would like to do a park tour. We have talked for a couple months about doing a park tour we could do that in August in lieu of a meeting. Um, and so that's a thought I wanted to discuss. Um, in September, uh, September 8th, I'd like to bring you, uh, as we mentioned earlier during my um, director's report, um, information on the City Aquatic Center that's being proposed, um, as well as a final rec- staff recommendation on a location for a East End Bay Farm Island dog park um and and we also need to nominate our chair and vice chair oh i'm sorry and lastly the um transportation uh division rochelle wheeler asked to um, bring the active draft active transportation plan for you to review and comment on
1: thank you yes i was going to bring up the new chair and the vice chair but thank you for doing that Anyone else have anything that we could add to that agenda and your thoughts on taking a park tour in August? I'm okay with that.
2: And some parks that that we would um, go to include Alameda Marina, uh, Northwest Territories, Alameda, and Alameda Sports Complex, uh, Ensnell Campground, uh, Alameda Landing Waterfront Park, um, and then any other parks that you may be interested, possibly Main Street Linear because of some things some possibilities over there as well.
1: Would we need to do that meeting on the second Thursday of the month, like our meetings are, or what would be available
5: to us?
2: We don't have to. And in fact, I would recommend we do it earlier if people are available um, so that it doesn't get dark out. Um, normally when we do a park tour, we start at around five, 5:30. Um, I would say six at the latest. Uh, so we'll have to change the, the we'll have to adjust the time anyway. So if we change the meeting date, that would be fine.
1: Does anyone would you like to put a date out there, Director Woolridge, that works for you or just keep our second Thursday of the our second Thursday of the month?
2: Why don't we start with the concept of the second Thursday of the month to see just earlier to see if that works for people?
1: That works for me. Vice Chair Robbins, you're good with that. Commissioner Navarro? Commissioner Jones?
5: I'm good, so that would be August 11th, correct? Oh, I'm sorry. I might
2: be out that week. It's not confirmed yet. I just double-checked my apologies. Okay. So if Thursdays work well, we could do Thursday the 18th. We could do earlier on Thursday, the 4th of August.
5: Um, I'm
1: sorry. How does August 1st work with kids going back to school, August 4th work with kids going back to school?
3: Well, they don't, we don't start till the 15th. Oh, okay. And, and I think five o'clock, August 4th, Again, sooner than later, just to make sure that it stays light out.
5: Yes. And I'm not available on the 18th because that's birthday weekend. So, Leo Power. So, hopefully, the 4th works.
1: August 4th works for me. We're good. Okay. So, we will have an August 4th meeting, which will be the park tour
2: right and it works to start at five o'clock for everybody
1: are we uh, gonna be in our own cars and follow what is the protocol these days
2: uh well that's a great question as of these days um i'm more than happy to provide a van and to take us all together in a van um and then we do need to provide it just so everyone's clear it's still a public meeting and so the public can attend and follow with us um we don't provide transportation to the public but if there is assistance that we need to provide for ada accessibility we will do that Um, so i will have a van um, and we can simply have masks required in the van
1: okay great thank you
2: and so i will give you details most likely we will meet at the arpd office and then but i'll i'll confirm the details and let you know
1: great thank you anybody else have anything to put on for the next agenda Okay, I want to say something I forgot at the beginning of the meeting that I would have wanted to um, thank the mayor and the Council and Director Woolridge for um, encouraging me to take another four year term on the Park and Recreation Commission. I did my swearing in this week, so I would, um, I'm looking forward to working with all of you again for four more years. I Grew up in this town and when I retired, I wanted to do something to give back to the community and I think this has been a perfect fit for me and I appreciate everyone's help um, with my job as chair and I look forward to working with all of you for another four years, so thanks. All right. anything else? How about a motion to adjourn?
4: I move to adjourn.
1: Anybody have a second? i'll second all right can we have a vote to adjourn
5: Uh, commissioner navarro
4: yes
2: commissioner jones yes vice chair Robbins. yes and chair alexander
1: yes so our meeting is adjourned we will meet again on august 4th at five o'clock for a park tour and our next zoom meeting will be thursday september 8th 2022.
2: thank Thank you. you have a great evening
1: you too